was we actually have a software um, I haven't mentioned. It's called Deal Machine, and it's something that you can use to find a rundown house, get in contact with the owner via direct mail or phone call. And we we actually had um, found out ChatGPT has APIs, which is a way that you can connect ChatGPT's intelligence to our app Deal Machine. So that's actually probably going to be wrong, but if you say the same exact prompt, but you say at the very end and show your step along the way it'll most likely get it right. So, hey everybody, uh, Jose Luis Morales here. Welcome back to another episode of the Morales Group Show. Today, we have a very special guest. His name is David Lecco. He's based out of Austin, Texas, and he is the founder of a company called Deal Machine. If you haven't heard of Deal Machine, they're a great company and it basically helps make real estate investing easier for you. Today, he is going to be talking to us about how to use artificial intelligence in real estate. So, um, David, welcome to the show. How are you? Thanks. It's a pleasure to be on the show. I'm doing great. I see a few books behind you that I've read in the last year, too. So I think we're into the same stuff. This is going to be a good episode. Oh, yeah. I love it. So for our viewers that don't know who you are, is who is David Lecco? And then how do you get involved in real estate investing? And then also in the technology space as well, too. Yeah, man. David Lecco is a fantastic guy. The best guy you've ever met. No, I'm just kidding. I'm pretty good, though. Um, I started, I really wanted financial freedom. I started out reading The 4-Hour Work Week and then Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I went to look for a rental property. I couldn't find any that cash flowed, so I did what's called driving for dollars. That's where you look for a rundown house. And the idea is you find somebody that needs to sell their house and they'll do so at a discount because the house is run down. And you mm -hmm. send all these rundown homeowners a postcard or you knock on their door. And that's exactly what I did to get my first rental property. I've got 10 now, so I am financially free. Uh, became a millionaire in 2019 and it's uh, grown since then. Honestly, I mean, I cash flow every single month on my rentals, but I didn't even look until five years ago. It's like, oh my gosh, I made another million dollars on the appreciation of just holding these rental properties that were making money in the meantime. So I'm a huge uh, believer in real estate and so thankful for some of those books that got me started along the way. I love it, man. Good. Um, so let's talk about artificial intelligence. Like for maybe viewers that don't know what that is, what is artificial intelligence? And then what are some different uses as to how to use it for real estate investing specifically? Yeah, the big artificial intelligence that came out this year is the real artificial intelligence. We've had a lot of stuff called artificial intelligence mm -hmm. in the past, but I think it was kind of like fake AI. You know what I mean? You ever use one of those yeah. products? So, but so now like the generative artificial intelligence came out. So that way you could talk to it and it can talk back. And it's, it's more than just like an if statement, uh, that kind of determines an outcome or, uh, what properties might be sold next. You know, this, this is actually something I'm sure everybody's here used, um, that you could talk to it and it'll talk back. And so that's wild. Whenever you can say, write me a title for this YouTube video or write me a description for this YouTube video. Here's the transcript. And it's actually intelligent and can do tasks like that. Or even like, can you write questions for this podcast, which we do all the time as well, too. So I right. think that I've used artificial intelligence on a very basic level, like meaning like I'm not in the tech space. I sell a bunch of real estate. I think it would help that if I understand it a little bit better, which is why I'm glad that you're here. So aside from creating descriptions, aside from 
creating questions for you. What else can you do uh, with artificial intelligence as it relates to real estate? As it relates to real estate, let's say that you're you're doing deals, you're acquiring off-market properties, and somebody leaves a bad review for your company because they didn't like receiving a postcard. And so what you could do is you could copy that review in ChatGPT and you could say, could you please write a productive, constructive response to this review to help that, that person feel heard while also letting them know, you know, any information. So like ChatGPT could handle a task like that and write the email or the review response better than I could and certainly faster. So things like that, that just take a lot of emotional energy, ChatGPT can knock out in no time. Um, a couple other things I've, I've done as I acquired uh, my most recent property like three weeks ago, and I actually needed a rental property listing description. So mm -hmm. I asked it to write one for me and uh, it was pretty good. I just used that. So that's another example that you can use in real estate. Got it. Uh, have you or anybody that you know ever use it for like SEO or anything like that? Because I remember when it first came out, I was just playing with it and I said, hey, can you write a SEO blog friendly that would rank on Google? And then it started using all these keywords. Do you know anybody using that at all? Or oh, yeah. My what, team uses it, that. I'm, I'm not the one who uses it, but my team is empowered. I encourage them to, for all their jobs to use ChatGPT. We pay for the actual $20 a month, like higher at level subscription for everyone in my company to be able to use it and just become more productive. So I'm happy to pay because it makes them so much more productive than just $20. So I know we use that for blog articles and SEO. Got it. Um, off camera, you were kind of mentioning to me that there's even um, artificial intelligence that can edit videos for you. Do you mind kind of talking a little bit about that? Yeah. So we film video content and it ends up being in like a podcast long form format and it ends up being on YouTube. There's a product called Opus Pro that you could post the actual YouTube link and then get short form content created and edited just from posting that link. So Opus Pro finds the best, most interesting parts of that long form video. And you, it, it's very time consuming otherwise to make short form videos from long forms. You have to listen to the whole thing. Maybe you have to piece together multiple ideas. So it's just, you, you can't do it any faster than just watching the whole thing all the way through. So um, Opus Pro is really great for that. And it even scores which, it even scores um, all of the short clips that it makes to say like, well, which one's actually going to perform best on social media based on like what AI knows. So it looks for things like a really great hook, context, and as well as like a call to action at the end. I love it. Okay, so we have ChatGPT, we have Opus Pro. Are there any other websites that you think would be helpful for viewers uh, listening or companies that they should be looking into to make their real estate investing easier? Yeah, so one of the things that we did was we actually have a software um, I haven't mentioned. It's called Deal Machine, and it's something that you can use to find a rundown house, get in contact with the owner via direct mail or phone call. And we, we actually had... Um, found out ChatGPT has APIs, which is a way that you can connect ChatGPT's intelligence to our app deal machine. So mm -hmm. if, if anyone out there has a software company, um, you can actually put ChatGPT in your product. And so it functions just like ChatGPT does on its own website, except you can give it access to your custom data set. So a deal machine, we've got a lot of real estate data. If you go into ChatGPT and you say, hey, can you tell me how much this property's worth? Type in the address. It won't necessarily know, but if you type that in in Deal Machine, 
you can get, you can analyze a property, for example, uh, just right in the app. So like analyze a property is like one of the top 10 prompts. And then you can actually chat with it here. It actually, um, you could click wholesaling, fix and flip or buy and hold. And it knows a lot of the rules that are just commonly accepted for doing each one of those exit strategies. And it can actually put the info together about the real estate as well and help you analyze a deal. And so for a lot of people who are getting into real estate, we're finding that's pretty valuable. And there's a couple other uh, prompts too that I could tell you that, that seem to be popular. Mm -hmm. um, one could be like, could you write me a text message to the seller? Could you write me a cold call script? Do you help me calculate the offer price? Um, can you help me calculate the repairs on this property? Um, so those are things that a lot of times, um, even if we've watched a YouTube video or read a script, having the ability to like talk to a companion like that is helpful. It gets people over that analysis paralysis phase. I love it. How how does somebody like uh, get better at writing prompts? Because like yesterday, um, we're coming up with a Fourth of July text to be sent out for Fourth of July, and I had one of my um, my integrator come up with a text. And instead of doing that, what we should have done is just go right to Chat GPT. But what I uh, what I realize is that the prompt or the person prompting the request has a lot to do with it. And I think that's really the key. Like what are some ways to get better at prompting? And, and then how important is the prompting process or the person prompting uh, for chat? Oh, GPT? Yeah. yeah. So two tips on how to write better prompts for AI. If you're asking it to do something that has to do with math, if you say, can you say, can you do five plus seven divided by 12 times 14 divided by seven? That's actually probably going to be wrong. But if you say the same exact prompt, but you say at the very end and show your step along the way, it'll most likely get it right. So that is called recursion is whenever you're asking it for an output is at the end also say, please show your steps along the way. And it will actually have a higher potential of getting a better result, especially when it deals with math. So that's one tip. And uh, let's see, I had a second tip that I was about to tell you and it just slipped my mind. Uh, but that's it's really interesting if you ever experiment with that math like that um, and knowing that the recursion is a big deal. Can you use the recursion for anything else outside of math or is that specifically for math? Like if you ask it for anything else, can you ask it how did it arrive uh, at that current answer? You definitely can. Oh, and if the answer is wrong, don't be afraid to say, hey, I think that's wrong because then it will correct itself most likely. It's very good at correcting itself, even if you don't tell it what it did wrong. And that was the second point that I was going to make is the way that generative AI works is it actually decides what is the very best next word, one word at a time. So if it makes a decision and it does the wrong thing, what you didn't expect it to do, it will just continue to like linearly go down that wrong path and complete the sentence. And so it's easy for you just like, hey, it's wrong. It'll go find the word where it probably messed up, make the other second best option and then continue the phrase. So it's very good at correcting itself if you tell it it's wrong. So don't hesitate to do that. What about uh, AI for lead generation? I know that in Deal Machine, you guys have it. Are you seeing it? How are you seeing uh, artificial intelligence being used for uh, lead generation? Yeah, so in terms of the lead generation, it is a companion for somebody who's doing discovery and outreach to you know, rundown property owners looking for distressed real estate. 
I, I know there are some products out there where the AI will actually talk to the customer. And so that's, that's not what Deal Machine does. It's more of a companion to help with things like, Hey, can you negotiate, help me negotiate? Like this, the seller said this, like, what do you think is the best response here? Um, but it, it's not doing, it's not like automatically communicating anything to the actual sellers just to clarify uh, what our companion does. You know, it's funny. Um, we came up with a campaign when somebody's not answering our calls or text messages that is basically like a year long follow up to stay in touch with them that includes emails and text messages. And I basically asked it to, I basically told it like, Hey, look, like this, the seller hasn't been answering. Can you come up with a, a, a way of staying in touch with them over the next year? And it came up with the entire thing. And when it came up with it, I couldn't believe how good it was. And I then love it. actually, it's always so good. It's always so good. And then when we implemented it, I was like, wow, like people were actually responding back because of how good the, um, the how well it was written now for somebody like me that probably would have taken me like a week or two weeks to come up with something like that just because that's not really my strength but it was able to come right. up with it like very very uh fast so did you what did you do with that were you able to like put that inside of a crm so that it would automate and actually do that yeah so it's basically in a in a workflow campaign where it start sending it out every set amount of days after the other response. And then if somebody responds back, it stops automatically, basically. Gotcha. That's fantastic. Yeah. I can tell you what's coming around the corner if you want. Yeah, let's do it. Ba basically you could say like, show me all the people that are most likely to sell in this zip code, um, you know, at a discount and would accept a cash offer. Like that's, that's not in deal machine yet, but that's something that would come. And typically we have to put together our own lists and they're very technical, right? If you were going to find a list like that, you'd probably say, well, houses that are over 15 years are probably more likely to sell than houses that were bought and owned, you know, for three years and, and houses that have, you know, more equity, they're more likely to sell, especially and receive a cash offer, cash offer, um, compared to somebody who doesn't have a lot of equity. So you'll be able to, in the future, you know, ask the AI assistant in deal machine to find a list of people that are probably going to sell in the next, you know, so many uh, years and most likely to sell. And it will like generate those lists for us um, and put together all those technical pieces. So that way it's easier to find that list in plain language rather than having to know what are all the different, you know, filters that we would need to apply. So I would say that's coming next for lead generation. How far out do you think that is? Do you think that's like a month, six months, a year, five years? Oh yeah, AI is moving so fast. Um, I would say that that would be available in six months. Wow, I love it. Cool. And then um, this is probably too technical. How how does it? How will it know? Like if somebody's actually going to be selling any i any background info on that? So no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't necessarily know that somebody is going to sell. But if you More said, problem. can you give me a list of properties that are most likely to sell? I was just giving a few plain examples of like, hey, properties owned a long time. They're more likely yeah. to sell than properties that were just bought, for example. You know, it doesn't have to be like super rocket science, but it definitely is going to make it even simpler because you won't have to know what those filters are. You'll just be able to ask the AI those types of questions. Yeah. What about, um, are you guys doing anything at deal machine for like analyzing market trends at all? Like, so for example, like taking it or it, do you see this as something possible, like analyzing, like unemployment rate, analyzing, uh, inventory levels, analyzing foreclosure levels to kind of be able to determine like, Hey, 
what kind of real estate market are we in? Is it more likely to continue going up? Is it more likely to come down? Anything that you see AI in the prediction of market trends? Gotcha. That's a really good question. I have not used AI to predict market trends in real estate right now. Got it. Cool. I can see why um, that'd be really valuable. Yeah. Do you, where and do then, you get your market predictions? Do you, do you typically, you know, rely on those to decide what to do in your business? Yeah. So it's funny because when people in my market, they'll be like, oh, the market is crashing or the market's going to crash or this is going to happen. I basically started uh, keeping track of the raw data since 1994, which is I went back to my MLS and pulled up everything for uh, active inventory, pendings, new listings, foreclosures, interest rates, unemployment, um, money supply, um, money supply. What else? So I basically take a look at all these things. So the one of the things that I look at is the most important thing is probably just the ratio between supply and demand, which we call it like absorption rate. And it kind of tells us like based on the supply and demand, what that ratio is, the lower the ratio, the more of a seller's market that we're in, the higher the ratio, uh, the more of a buyer's market that we're in. So I'll give you an example in the, uh, foreclosure market, there was 15 homes for every buyer in our market. And that was like an extreme buyer's market. So 15 sellers competing for one buyer right now, oh, wow. there's about two sellers competing for every one buyer, which means that like we're a long ways from that. And then I also know how, about how many foreclosures there were in Ventura County when the market crashes. And I kind of use that as a benchmark by knowing that information. I kind of say, well, that's what it was like when it crashed. This is where we're at here. There's a lot that has to change in the marketplace in order for us to get to that location. But I was just wondering if like, uh, if you ever see like AI taking some of this data and coming up with something, um, just, Oh yeah. I mean, I definitely see AI doing this to make those types of predictions. It's absolutely going to be so useful for that. Anything else that you guys are using the, uh, uh, AI in deal machine or what are the plans for deal machine and artificial intelligence as well too? Yeah. The most recent, the next plan that we're working on is what I mentioned was like six months out. So you'll be able to ask it those plain language questions. It'll help mm -hmm. put together lists for you. It'll pick out the filters for you. And so I think we're going to see it as an interface to the app too, right? You could say, you know, can you send out a postcard instead of having to know what button to click in the app to do that type of task? So the AI is just going to become more and more impactful. Um, as time goes on and we're able to integrate it with more of the app. Got it. I love it. Cool, man. Is there anything else that you think would add value to our viewers as it relates to artificial intelligence? Anything else that you think yes. would be helpful? I think somebody who is kind of technical like me, we take it for granted that everybody's used ChatGPT. I would encourage everybody to create a free account in ChatGPT and actually start playing around with it. Even setting it as your home screen so that you ask questions there instead of doing a Google search would be very, very beneficial because it's going to take over. It's not going away. And if you really think about even like SEO, like you mentioned, if you have a business, you want to make sure your pages rank highly. Well, just imagine whenever everybody has AI, um, they're going to ask the AI like, well, how do I learn about real estate investing? And it's it's not going to ask Google, the AI is going to be making the decision. So traditional, even SEO like is changing and it's all because of how we're all using AI. So basically it, it would be like not knowing how to use Microsoft Word and um, 
you'd kind of like not have a job anymore after typewriters got, you know, phased out. So I, I think that AI is going to be one of those tools that takes over some of the things that we're used to using like Google. And it's okay if you're not like really great at it, right? We kind of had to learn how to use Google back when that came out. So that, that would be my advice is just to pull it open and ask it to do some funny things. Like if you have a text from a friend, throw that in chat GPT and say, Hey, could you write a response that makes them feel good and still gets what I want? Something like that, right? Just, just start using it or asking it questions um, as much as possible. That's so funny. I just thought about, for some reason, I thought about people using it for dating at some point, you know, like, uh, oh, this girl wrote this. Let me write this back. <laughs> you know, I, I did that once. You want me to show you what it said? Yeah. I, I love the, oh, okay. That. Uh, give me, it might take me a second to find it, but basically, um, I was like getting a big paragraph message from this girl about why she didn't think it was going to work out. And I was like, chat GPT, take this message and write a response that is also funny. And so it came up with more jokes. It was like over the top, right? Like I could That's not so have funny. written this message, but I was dying laughing at what it said at the end of this message. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know if I'll be able to bring it up quickly, but dating is exactly the right place uh, where you could selectively use that. That's so funny because even for that text message that we're sending out for 4th of July, it uh, the prompt was, can you come up with a text message to a thousand past clients that uh for fourth of july that is funny professional and um funny professional and there was one more prompt and then it came up with this line like um happy fourth of july if you're ever looking for a red red white and sold sign in your front yard or something funny yeah it's so perfect it's so funny a red white and sold sign i would have never thought of that i would have never thought about that either which is kind of cool um, cool. Is there, uh, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you either for deal machine, um, or something else, any other help with technology, how, how can they do that? They should find me at DLECO on Instagram. That would be the best place to connect. Would love to ask and hear any questions about AI, especially as it pertains to real estate investing. Sounds good. And then, uh, just a 30 second minute pitch of deal machine, how it can help them. It's basically driving for dollars, but how does it make people's uh, job easier? Right. Yeah. You know how real estate investors, they need to find houses that look run down um, to, to flip, right? Uh, or another, you could put it another way, right? Like Deal Machine helps people become a real estate investor without them putting a penny down to even buy the property, right? Doing what we know is wholesaling. Mm-hmm. Well, in order to find a wholesale deal, a discounted real estate property, you have to actually find a property where the owner prefers speed and convenience over price. So in order to find them, you're not going to find them on the market listing with agents, um, but you're typically going to find those properties that look run down. So for decades, real estate investors have driven around, looked for rundown properties, sent mail to get in touch with the owner saying, do you want an offer on your house? Um, I just made an app that helped people do exactly what they've been doing for decades to find the best real estate deals. So you can pin the house on a map instead of writing it on your note tablet you can see instantly who owns it, get their phone number, their email uh, right there in the app. You could tell how much they owe on it, et cetera. And then you could press a button to send a mail to the property owner asking if they want to buy their house instead of having to go home and then put that mail piece together. So the Deal Machine app is super simplistic. That's, that's really all that matters when you're getting started is finding rundown properties and getting in touch with the property owner. And Deal Machine just makes it easier to do what people have been doing for decades to get those discounted properties. 
I love it. Cool, man. So I want to say thank you, David, uh, for taking the time to come on the podcast. I want to say that uh, I appreciate uh, you coming on. For our viewers out there, if you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit that subscribe button. If you feel that this episode will be helpful for a friend, make sure to hit that share button. If you haven't tried Deal Machine, I would say go ahead and try it. Uh, once again, David, thank you so much. And to our viewers, until next time. Thank you guys so much.